0: Good day, everyone. Welcome to the ISSACOS Book of the Month podcast. My name is Jason Coe, and I am the chair of the Scientific Committee of ISSACOS and one of the editors. I'm fortunate today to be here with a couple of uh, the other co-editors of this book, Jan Carlson and Olafemi Ayani. We also have a number of other really amazing editors of this incredible work, Volker Musal, Michael Hirschman, Robert Marks, and Nori Nakamura have also contributed a lot to this book and, and getting this all together? This is really an incredible work that I think is a very valuable tool for young researchers or anybody interested in doing clinical research uh, at all stages. And I think it's a very, you know, one of the great things is that it's available to all ISICOS members as a free download as part of membership. It's an incredible book. It's uh, over 600 pages long. And I think it might be interesting to talk to some of the editors here about their perspectives, and uh, how this uh, actually got started. So I know Jan Carlson, you actually were involved in trying to put together some uh, guidelines and help for young or beginning researchers in clinical research a number of years ago, which was sort of a very simplified version of this uh, work. So uh, why don't you uh, talk, tell us a little bit about uh, what prompted you and uh, others to kind of come together and and really put so much effort into this really wonderful work. Yeah,
1: thanks Jason. Um as you mentioned, uh, there is a there is a history to this. And in uh, I I was I was the chairman of the Isakos Scientific Committee uh, back in um, 2010 or, or uh, around there. So I remember that I met with uh, Gary Paling and Jim Lubowitz uh, at ISCO's meeting in in Japan. And we discussed that we would like to uh, Try to increase the uh, uh, the research. Uh, how, how well the research can be done, and increase the uh, the value and the, of of the studies that are are um, submitted. Uh, at that time, I was um, I was associate editor of uh, the Journal of Atroscopy and uh, just a year later, I became the editor in chief of Case Study the uh, the ESCA Journal. In two thousand eleven, we published uh, a. Um, you could, could could call it a, a preliminary work uh, uh, to this book. Uh, and uh, it was a supplement to uh, the Journal of Arthroscopy that was published, uh, uh, as I say, in 2011. I think it was already very helpful, but it was uh, uh, it was on a much lesser scale than this book. Then a few years later, the, we started to do some new work in the uh, Isako scientific committee, and at that time, Volker Mussal, Michael Hirschman, Nori Nakamura, Bob Marks, uh, and Hugh Jason uh, uh, were in the lead of the committee, and Fermi was there as well. And I was uh, as a as a as a past chairman, and uh, we decided to put together this book, and uh, and it was. Uh, it became a comprehensive work of how to do research. And why we did this, uh, I think it was uh, mostly because we wanted to help clinicians, researchers, to do better studies, to be able to, to do studies uh, without having to hire professional uh, researchers to help them. They can do them themselves. They can read in the book how to do it, how to write, etc., And uh, we published the book in 2018, and uh, the book has been very, very,
0: very valuable. All right, John Carlson, that's really amazing. And I I think um, it's really grown into a very helpful guide. Well, I know that you you put a lot of effort into this work and uh, would love to hear your thoughts and perspectives. On this book and, and how it could help people who are interested in clinical research.
2: Yeah, thanks, Jason, and also to to Yon on just to having a you know chance to discuss this. And you know, much like what was mentioned before, um, you know, as a clinician myself who does research, it always is um, you know so good to come across a well done study because you know it can impact your practice. And you know what sometimes over the years uh, was disappointing was. You have people who've put a lot of hard work into executing a study and, you know, just along the lines that their research question wasn't quite accurate or they were tracking the wrong or incorrect outcomes or their stats were not robust, that amount of um, effort and uh, human capital put into it, apart from the expense of running a trial, yields, you know, a, a rejection or a publication in a journal that's not very, very uh, sound. So, Rather than sort of um, you know uh, see the errors and work backwards, we wanted to actually start fresh and say, okay, before you actually engage in a study, can you understand the fundamentals of the research question you're asking? Can you make sure that the methods and the design of the study is good? Can you execute some really good statistics, even at a basic level? And then can you pick and select the appropriate outcomes so that when you do complete the study, you have a much better chance to have a publication and to have it accepted at great meetings like the Issa meeting and others. So, you know, my perspective was all about trying to reverse the process of, you know, uh, starting first with good methods, as opposed to submitting a paper and then trying to get methods advice once the study has been executed, because it's really hard to reverse
0: your steps. Uh, Thanks, Femi. I mean, I think um, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, I think all of us involved with this start, you know, our goal was make this as practical as possible for people who are coming into doing clinical research or even people who have some experience to have a single reference source where they could actually go to and say well maybe you know I'm I'm interested in doing a meta analysis or you know what is my statistical analysis for this type of project that I'm considering I'd like to probably just for uh, all those listeners involved uh, just to let you know a little bit about what's going into this book this is an incredible work, uh, again, over 600 pages, but you don't have to read it front to back. Obviously, one of the great things is that it's divided into parts and chapters. And many of these are sort of case-based in the sense that it is a particular individual or group's uh, work that they can tell you what went wrong, what went well, and how to get things done. Um, But there are several parts. And I think I might start at the beginning. Part one is called Evidence-Based Medicine in Orthopedics. It talks about the different types of evidence in uh, orthopedics and also ethics and uh, conflict of interest. Um, Part two is how to get started with clinical research. And I think this is actually a really great section because this is, you know, it, it begins with at the very beginning of how to get started from idea to research question, and then talks about writing a study proposal, the ethical approval process, patient outcomes, uh, scoring instruments, um, health measurement, how to document things and framework for clinical outcomes and uh, uses of newer techniques in gaining uh, clinical outcomes. Part three is a really important part, which I think is a valuable resource because most of us, it's been a while since we've done statistics uh, or had a statistics class, but part three is all about common statistical tests and the power of statistics. And then part four, uh, I think is really important. And this is the basic toolbox for the young clinical researcher. It's about how to prepare an abstract, a poster, a paper, how to write a book chapter, how to write a a winning clinical research proposal and how to review a paper. And then part five is around how to perform a clinical study, describing a couple of different types of studies from level one through level four in level five. Uh, Part six is how to do a review article. Part seven is how to perform a systematic review or meta-analysis. There are several other parts. One is about an economic healthcare study, multi-center studies, and some general helpful further information. Um, And I think one of the important things has been talked about is not only do we want to try to help individuals make good projects, but also get them published in really great journals. And Jan Carlson is the uh, editor-in-chief of the Kesta Journal. Um, I know you've had some very good thoughts about this and, and how this could be helpful. So uh, why don't you tell our listeners about that?
1: As I mentioned, I'm the editor-in-chief of Kesta. And what I could see um, was that people were making the same errors over and over again. And, uh I thought that uh, uh, I wanted to improve the quality of the research papers that were submitted to the journal, and that was the same. That was the original idea we had when we started to do this this with the Journal of Arthroscopy, and um, I think that we succeeded because um, uh, in my almost sixteen years as as a journal editor of Kesta i have seen uh, great improvements of uh, of papers and i also t- oftentimes i send an email or talk to to authors uh, um and uh, many of them tell me that they have uh, used the book they have used parts of the book uh, especially maybe the last part of the book how to put together a a, a, a manuscript that is that this has a reasonable chance of of uh, of being accepted, and uh, I think that the book has been valuable because many people have uh, have have told me that uh, that uh, <clears throat> they have used the book and it's been it's been very very useful to them. So um, another thing I would like to mention is uh, the worldwide um, distribution of the book. This is uh, the first and I think only book that has been uh, published by Eska and Isakos and Eska together. And um, I think that uh, or I can say I know that the book uh, has been translated to Mandarin and will be published in China. I'm not exactly sure uh, when but it should be uh, uh, definitely this year, I think. So using the book, and this has been very useful to researchers, clinic, clinical researchers worldwide. I think that's the main important thing that for the usefulness of the book.
0: Thank you. You know, it's, it's great to hear how this is already starting to uh, improve the quality of submissions and help people really get their great work published um, and uh, put it into a form that... Uh, is uh, allows it to be published in really wonderful journals. Um, Femi, I know that, uh, you know, obviously you're involved with a lot of different uh, research projects, both uh, within your own group and multi center trials, um, and also you work a lot with residents and fellows. Um, how has this book uh, been helpful, or um, where do you think the, uh, you know, advantages of this are?
2: Yeah, no, thanks for that question. I, I really find that it's hard to get a resource that has everything in one. And, um, you know, well, over the years, it's been, we've had resources that uh, have been really, um, you know, in multiple locations uh, across different jurisdictions. And um, you have to read four or five different articles or different chapters. I would say that over the years, many, many, um, you know, researchers will have to have four different articles they'd have multiple different articles to answer a single question. And so by having this one resource, I can send a fellow or resident to get one uh, document to answer their research questions and really satisfy their study design needs. So I think having a concise document like this where everything is there in one shop, it's a reference that is readily available, written by world experts, really especially looking at um, the regulatory chapters, lets you know what's happening at different jurisdictions That was really outstanding. So for my trainees who are learning how to operate and do research, it is that one document where I say, don't go printing off multiple articles or pulling out multiple books. It is all here in front of you. So it's tangible, it's concise, it's well-written, it's by experts, and just the compact power pack delivery of it makes it so awesome. So that's really why I love it. And the feedback I get from my trainees is that, yes, this is the one book they need to solve all their research initial questions. Now, of course, they'll move on to do other things, but having that single resource you can go to as a go-to resource is just amazing.
1: I would like to underline that this is the one book you need. And um, I can also tell you that uh, for many years I've been involved in giving courses at uh, at our academy in um, how to uh, get papers published, how to write a paper, how to conduct a study. And actually, even though this book is is uh, on orthopedics it is very very useful uh in the in the field of medicine as a general and we are actually using this book as a course literature in uh, in
0: how to conduct studies that's fantastic and certainly uh for our listeners uh, hearing it from uh, two senior journal editors is um I think uh, you should take their advice very seriously if you're interested in getting your work published. So I think one of the other great things is that it ties really well into the overall ISICO's vision of trying to uh, have research and teach people around the world. Uh, Like you said, Jan Carlson, I mean, this is a resource available uh, in multiple languages. And I think one of the great things is that Uh, It also ties in with some of the other work that the scientific committee uh, does at ISICOS, which includes uh, providing research grants to people in all sorts of different environments, uh, including uh, new researchers, uh, researchers from uh, countries with less resources, uh, in addition to, you know, large clinical trials and basic science studies, Uh, and also Uh, It's actually one of the things that we do provide to the multiple folks who get invited to the Young Investigators uh, Symposium and who can compete for the Young Investigators grant um, and uh, travel opportunity. So uh, I hope that uh, many of you are able to come to the next ISACOS meeting in person and take advantage of the research symposia. Uh, which is actually some practical teachings uh, based on the book by many of the authors here. You know, I'd certainly, uh, I want to thank uh, Jan Carlson and Femi uh, for taking the time out of their day to talk to all of you about this incredible work on um, Jan and Femi. Uh, any uh, last thoughts or uh, parting uh, uh, words for our listeners today?
2: I would to like to start by asking you a question, uh, Jason. I mean, obviously, you're also a, a quite the high-level uh, academic as a professor and chairman and, and you know, all of the multiple international roles you have. Um, if you had to flash back, you know, your first year of practice, how would you have used this book?
0: Um, for me, I think it's an incredible resource. You know, uh, like um, and both of you were saying, I, I remember uh, trying to pull out statistics articles or meta-analysis articles or um, you know, even how to write an IRB type of thing um, from all sorts of different sources. Uh, you know, I would be in the library and trying to search and see if I could find the article that I vaguely remembered from a few years ago. Um, and a resource like this where it's just at your fingertips would have been incredibly powerful. I think most of us probably have had some statistics over time, for example. Uh, Maybe you have a book uh, that has statistics, but very few times is it going to be very directly relevant to what we're doing in orthopedics. And so a book like this for me when I was starting out uh, would be incredibly valuable. And I do use it uh, with our residents and fellows and visitors um, in helping guide them in terms of learning how to do research or even how to just frame a question. Thank you, and and that's basically uh, captivates
1: my thoughts. So that's my
0: final word. Jan Carlson. You.
1: Uh, we can yeah. Um, we can also underline what you said that this book is a part of uh, of the ISACOS mission of of try of making research better. And for instance, you mentioned ISACOS grants and uh, young investigators, uh, which has been uh, uh, a very powerful and. Uh, and the uh, project uh, uh very well done and and of of uh, great interest and uh, uh, and uh, i'm sure it will uh, create a lot of uh, of good work in the future
0: i agree i mean it's um uh, you know this is a great organization and i think all of us here are very dedicated to it because it provides such great resources to so many people um this is just one of multiple books that Issa Coast publishes and has made available to its membership uh, at no cost. This is really unique because uh, literally the value of each of these books is hundreds of dollars. And so uh, membership in Issa Coast is um, an incredible value uh, in many ways, uh, not only in terms of learning uh, clinical tools, but research as well. And, of course, the fellowship. Uh, that we all share. And that's part of what keeps all of us uh, bringing it uh, back together and and working together uh, for this kind of common good. Again, thank you, Jan Carlson and Femi uh, Ayeni for joining us today um, for the Isikos Book of the Month podcast. I'm Jason Ko, uh and thank you and have a great day.